Hello and welcome to The Buzz, a bank automation news podcast. My name is Whitney McDonald and I'm the editor of Bank Automation News. Today is December 5th, 2023. Joining me is Alex Tonello. He's the Chief Revenue Officer of Risk Intelligence Platform Trustfall. Prior to joining Trustfall, he worked at Experian for over seven years. He is here to discuss how financial institutions can look to artificial intelligence to help fight fraud as money mules and synthetic fraud threats grow. Great, thanks, and thanks for having me today. So uh, my name is Alex Tonello. I'm the Chief Revenue Officer at Trustful. Um, I've been in uh, data analytics decisioning for the last almost like two decades, so I feel a bit old now, but um, I've been at Trustful as a CRO uh, since last year in September. And my role is to uh, expand the brands and um, you know and help the company grow internationally across all all continents and across all the key regions uh, you know increasing our, our clients um, relationships and our partners networks as well uh, so that's a little bit about me uh, who who's trustful um, Trustful is a, a risk intelligence platform, and what we do is we uh, analyze hundreds of uh, data signals and uh, and data points that come mainly from uh, email, name, email, phone number, uh, device, IP, and browser. And with that wide set of uh, signals that, that sits underneath those uh, coming from public available sources, we're able to very quickly, um, you know, calculate and generate risk scores that help our clients to uh, detect and prevent fraud early in the customer journey. So we're talking about a, a solution that is mostly fitting as a pre-KYC. So before. Uh, bank or financial institutions will run traditional sort of onboarding checks, biometric and so on. So we come slightly earlier and we help our clients to um, to really prevent uh, and detect that fraud early in that in that journey. We are an enterprise focus platform and uh, we obviously, um, you know, have a, a very a suite of APIs, as of course you need to have these days uh, for our products. And our solution is obviously very easy to use to install for our clients. And yeah, that's a bit about uh, me and uh, the business. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us on The Buzz. Let's start here, bigger picture. Of course, you just mentioned that you're collecting data, you're monitoring for fraud. Where do we stand today with fraud? Maybe just tell us where we're at in the financial services industry with fraud, what you're watching for, what are those key things that you're keeping note of? Yeah. So um, yeah, unfortunately for uh, for all of us in the industry, fraud is uh, is is growing and and is a complex and challenging issue. Um, the this is becoming a commonplace, but he's always saying um, the industry is innovating and um, technology and uh, people skills and experience is driving innovation and obviously choice as well. But so are the fraudsters, and they're doing that at a faster rate that that the ones uh, that we are seeing from institutions. So, of course, fraud is growing. Um, We are seeing a specific uh, type of frauds, of course, uh, and we are monitoring and we're helping our clients with specifically, uh, you know, the the detection of money mules accounts, so accounts that are used to recycle money. Um, even uh, institutions like Barclays in the UK have seen a an increase year on year, year on year of 23%. So obviously a 
you know, that's, that's, that's a specifically in younger demographics, uh, in, you know, surprisingly as well. But that is something that we've seen and the industry is obviously suffering from. And other source, source or types of frauds, things like synthetic identities, fraud is another big and f- one of the fastest growing form of frauds and financial crime in the United States, for example. And again, those are just a couple of examples. We could quote others, for example, such as um, uh, authorized pu- push payment app frauds, again, one other type of fraud. So unfortunately, um, the, the, um, the landscape of fraud is, is, is growing a lot and this big challenges for institutions um so that's where obviously come in and we are we truly try to help our clients with yes those are definitely some trends that we too have been following that you can't seem to get away from um that you're watching for within the institutions one thing we also can't ignore right now is ai being used to fight fraud but also fraudsters taking advantage of ai as well It would be great if you could talk through both sides of that. How is AI improving the experience to fight fraud? And how has it also advanced fraudsters' ability to commit this fraud? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So AI and machine learning uh, techniques are definitely helping uh, on this challenge. And we'll, we'll, you know, I'll give you some examples in a moment about how clients and we've seen innovators and institutions are doing this right. But as you said, um, you know, AI is two sides and and it can be exploited um, by, by bad, bad actors. And I think generative AI is actually becoming a game changer for fraudsters, unfortunately. So we sometimes picture, you know, fraudsters and probably it's worth maybe thinking about for a moment. What, what do we mean by fraudsters? Right. So we've seen those professional sort of um, large scale operation rings those that really have fraud farms that are doing this at scale and are doing this very effectively. So what AI is doing that is helping these fraudsters to do it even better, uh, faster, and again, at a greater scale. So that is, again, is a worrying trend. But the other things that we also see is that AI is helping you know, let's call it more, more common people that are taking the bad road, the bad path, and they are re-leveraging solutions, technologies that are out there. They are there to be to be learned from. So we've seen this, this trend where uh, fraud is growing because it's both sides, it's both it's professional, but also sort of, uh, you know, individuals that are, are going down this path, uh, perhaps because they are, they are more at risk and so on. So that, again, it's, it's, a, it's a worrying trend for sure that we've seen. Now, when it comes to financial institutions' ability to monitor this fraud, AI brings a different, different. it's a different player in the game. How should financial institutions really approach this and not underestimate the power of AI that fraudsters are using? Yeah, um, well, this is a very big open, open question, of course, and uh, we could speak for a long time on this, but I guess the key points here are that um, you know uh, institutions are uh, leveraging uh, a combination of, of in-house um, uh, skills, experience, technology uh, to build their defense systems. And you know we are seeing very uh, you know lots of innovators, um, you know specifically in that sort of neobanking and challengers uh, fintech space 
really building up from from the ground up and doing this at at you know really really well but of course to do that well they still have to leverage external data sources and you know driving feeding these models these machines with the right level of data is obviously very important and not taking away of course the fact that they need to have really great people to do that as well so the human side is obviously very very important um but, but equally uh, you know we cannot, you know, and they, you know, there's no underestimation here, uh, concerns, you know, issues, because of course, you know, AI is driving a, a lot of, of issues, specifically when we're talking about that onboarding journey where, you know, users' accounts are being opened, users are asking for line of credits or are asking for loans or credit cards or opening just savings accounts and so on. That, early stage journey where a user come in and let's imagine they have to go through a, a verification a document check and you know and nowadays you know maybe uh, not so long ago they were doing like a selfie or, or a video right and even that now is is a risk of being of being uh, you know hacked and side side tracked by fraudsters so even things we think about liveness checks where you actually have to pick up the the the, the onset and doing this call you know, we are seeing fraudsters and AI and, you know, this this trend towards being able to crack even those safest places where the, the organizations are, are need to adopt. So I think it's a combination for, for, for what we've seen of, you know, getting the right mix of, of, of uh, skills in-house, resources, technology, data points externally, and humans and people to help us to coordinate that. But for sure, I don't think nobody's really under the belief that they underestimate the issue. Everybody's aware of this. The question becomes, how do you how, well, how do you deal with it? How do you solve this? I know that you started talking through some of the ways that fraudsters are able to even get through the safest of solutions. Could we talk through a little bit more on that red flags to watch for? How do you really monitor this? Maybe it's on the tech side, maybe it's on the human side, but how do you watch for these red flags and what really stands out that should maybe make you hesitate? Yeah. Uh, so again, our uh, narrative here is is very much around um, you know dealing with uh, with fraud um, before it actually happens. So the idea is to deal with the with the first interaction that uh, a bank or, or or institution will have with a, with a user when they uh, register or request an account or open for a product, open accounts for products we are really wanting to detect that risk at that early place now for us you know a simple call it simple but as soon as a user enter an email and a phone number a silent check a check that can be run in the background can be run uh, technology allows us to do this uh, in a couple of seconds and to show some early flags uh, red flags that tell the organization that the clients look this user is more likely to be a risky user so you need to be really careful so to give you an example if we were to look at an email address uh, that have what we call a low velocity uh, check, which means it doesn't have too many accounts connected. So for example, it doesn't have a Google account or an Amazon or a LinkedIn, which is kind of normal these days for your personal email email address. Or another thing could be a phone number that doesn't have a messaging app, such as a Viber or a Telegram or a WhatsApp. So these are 
pretty common things you'd see, right? So you see, these are individual data points in itself, themselves, they don't really tell a story. But when you put them all together and when you kind of join the dots, you see, start to see some patterns and some correlations that are telling you, OK, hold on a second here. We see something not quite right. Therefore, we need to make some adjustments. We need to sort of take some actions and therefore, you know, do better decisioning. Yes, looking at all of that data in a in a bigger picture format, right? Not just the one offs that are happening. So that kind of brings me into my next question of who really uses Trustfall? Um, have you seen demand grow as fraud too has increased? Uh, maybe talk me through who it is that is leveraging this technology um, and how it's working. Yeah, um, obviously, you know, the, the, the results of a, of a bigger landscape of fraud means that organizations will definitely need to look for more and more technologies. And that's for us, absolutely, we've seen uh, a much higher demand for our solutions. And a lot of organizations wanted to um, test and learn and, and find ways to really better fight this. Absolutely. So we we really cover a, 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 wide, a wide array of, of organizations in financial space. So from traditional uh, banking groups um, to uh, to more sort of neobanks, intelligent banks, as I mentioned, those organizations that potentially might have already, you know, built things from the ground up, but they need to add additional security measures uh, down to, for example, other fintech, digital lending is very big. Uh, buy now, pay later again, another sector that we see a lot of demands because, again, those quick decisions that you have to do at the point of someone saying, I want to pay for these goods in uh, in many installments, uh, allow you really to say, actually, okay, I want to go further with this, with this, with this user, this person, rather than actually uh, um, don't, don't progress. But again, maybe going back to a bank example again, to, you know, what we see in these days, and I mentioned at the beginning, a type of, of fraud that we see a lot of requests from specifically the, the money mulling, um, example where you know we've done activities for example now we just uh, we just completed uh, you know, all series of testing with a large bank is about to be announced and being signed up with us because we managed to sort of spot um, over 90% uh, of accuracy of our models in spotting the, the money mule accounts being created. Again, these are accounts that will be created uh, from so-called synthetic identities to obviously commit that sort of money recycling. So again, these are the landscape that are obviously lateral industries we also serve, but in the financial space, that's where we see the biggest demands for, for obvious reasons. And that's where we, I think, will definitely continue to see the time going up um, in the new year. Yes. Well, just based on this conversation and what we know from, from following fraud within the industry, it would be great if you could provide the audience with a takeaway here. What can they be doing to protect themselves from fraudsters? And I'll let you take that however direction you want, but what would be something that you could do to really put yourself in a better position to fight fraud? So I love, I love to, sell, to say here, yeah, there's a silver bullet in all this as usual, and there is one single solution, but reality is that uh, nobody really should believe you if you say that. Uh, so the, 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 the reality is that organizations have to use a combination of tools 
um, and technologies and data sources um, to to prevent fraud. So we are not sitting here saying yes, there is one single thing, but there is um, you know our solution. We always say this is very complementary to many other checks that are run even in that later phase of the journey, which is obviously KYC document checks, biometric and so on. So doing these alongside and of course, you know, from our perspective, running these further checks complementary is um, is extremely important. Um, and of course, you know, running these, you know, uh, in, you know, in uh, you know, doing these in two ways, of course, there's, there's the option of, again, uh, taking uh, a solution off the shelves and running it and, and really relying on the scores and the risk scores they generate, or of course, for most sophisticated clients, using this vast amount of data, feeding into existing models. Again, this is depending on the sophistication of the clients, but we see both sides happening in with our clients, um, uh, you know, conversations. And, and for us, again, it's, you know, the takeaway is, of course, use test and and explore new solutions and and always stay in out of the game because because these as we talked about earlier um the innovation is not going to stop i mean other things that um we know is already happening and we already have uh sort of solutions and things that we're building uh, is to you know for example dealing with what we call super synthetic identities which are fraudsters that are really understand the game and understand that are solutions that are able to stop them therefore they are actually advancing their things to to, to mask themselves so technology has to advance and that's always going to be the case for providers but also for organizations and alongside having the right people having that skills having the right um you know human intervention that we know is is super important that would be my few key points if i had to, to list them out you've been listening to the buzz a bank automation news podcast please follow us on linkedin and as a reminder you can rate this podcast on your platform of choice thank you for your time and be sure to visit us 